Um, you taking the time right now to do this allows for you to provide a, a greater value to your clients because you're taking the time to have an awareness that other agents don't have. Welcome to the No Broke Months for Real Estate Agents podcast. Working as a real estate agent can be incredibly rewarding and fulfilling, but it can also be frustrating if you aren't making the money you deserve. So if you're ready to end the stressful cycle of working hard for no results, then get started with a proven step-by-step -step system so that every month is no broke months. My name is Dan Roshan. I'm the host of the No Broke Months podcast, which is a show for real estate agents to help you have no broke months. Thanks for joining me. Enjoy the show. The habits of a successful salesperson Real estate coach Dan Rashan of No Broke Months for Real Estate Agents talks about the habits you need to be a successful salesperson. In this episode, Dan gives four habits you should embody in order to be successful in sales and be able to contribute more to your clients. Learn more about these habits in this new No Broke Months for Real Estate Agents episode. We are in the habits of a successful salesperson. Habit number one to remind you is to so lead gen every day. So what's the definition of lead generation, by the way? I don't know if I really hit that up too often. So lead generation is taking the time to, to seek new business opportunities. How's that different than lead conversion, by the way? So like an open house would be uh, would qualify for the definition of lead generation. Lead conversion would be to call the five people who you met with at the open house for the purpose of getting uh, providing a value, contributing to them, getting them to hire you. Do you guys see the subtle difference between the two? Now, lead generation versus lead conversion, which do you do first? And so let me just share with you the way that I approach it. The way that I approach it is I always go with what's closest to the money, but I have to lead generate daily. Okay. So if I'm frameworking my day, let's say I have three hours of lead generation slash lead conversion time, I could choose to go about an hour and a half or so for lead conversion. I'll do that first. Then I'll do lead generation. The reason for that is because I'm always uh, because of the speed to process. Okay. Because when I meet somebody at an open house yesterday, if I'm not on the phone with them today, then, um, and I wait till tomorrow, then that's another opportunity for them to do what? Go on Zillow, go on Redfin, go on whatever, go to another open house, go and meet another agent. And so that's the reason why that's it's pretty vital on the conversion piece that you get that in there quickly. So I know that sometimes it seems like I may be talking out two sides of my mouth, right? Like I get that. Um, so yes, lead generation is first and always, yet the speed to process makes it so that you need to uh, get to those conversions quicker. So habit number two to remind you is to do what? Time block, time block. Let's look at that real quick. What would some priorities be outside of business? All right, let, let me let me give you guys some, some of the ones that, that I teach, which would be um, meditation, affirmations, reading, exercise, fitness, education, teaching. Um, I think teaching is something that you guys could, should, we should all consider because teaching is the highest form of education, by the way. Family time, vacation time, spiritual time. These are some things that you may want to consider. So now those go into your time block. Those go under your calendar first. So if you think about those, those are your big rocks. So your job, your business is to support 
all those things there. Your business to support your family, your business to support your ability to go and be fit, your business to be able to support your ability to go and learn. And that doesn't have to be uh, education in real estate. It could be, but it could be education anywhere. Habit number three is to provide massive value consistently to others. How could you uh, provide massive value to your clients? What are some ways that we provide massive value to our clients? So that's different than our community. Let's start with our clients. How do we provide massive value to our clients? Educating them about the process. How else? Educate them about the market. Being a connector. So that's a connector for who, Colin? Whatever they need. You want to be anything that relates to their house, you want to be the person they think of, oh, I need an accountant. I'll call Colin and ask him who I should be. Yes, share examples of other experiences. Let me throw a couple out there for you. Uh, professional photography, 3D tours, educating them, having the knowledge base, taking the time. You taking the time right now to do this allows for you to provide a, a greater value to your clients because you're taking the time to have an awareness that other agents don't have. Being able to share with them the market stats, being able to share with them the inventory, the um, the appreciation levels of the marketplace or the decline in prices, if that's appropriate. Okay, let's move on to habit number four, if we could. All right, ask for referrals consistently. Okay, so ask for referrals consistently and specifically when somebody says thank you. When somebody says thank you, you say you're welcome or my pleasure. Oh, by the way, who do you know who's in the market to buy a home, sell a house, or invest in real estate who's looking for this same level of service I provided to you today? Maybe somebody from your family or somebody that you work with, or maybe it's somebody that goes to your church. Who comes to mind? So you ping, 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 and then you zip it and you let them think through it. Out of 10 people, who would, who would refer you, typically you're looking at maybe two who have the ability to refer you. So what I mean by this is I'm a part of a referral group. I've been part of a referral group for 16 years. And something I've noticed in that referral group is that there's 40 members in that group. I can count on five to be re my referral partners. This is a group that's organized for the purpose of referring. These are business people. And, and so they, even with business people, they don't have the skill set to recognize an opportunity to pass it off to you. So when you understand that and you get somebody who refers to you, then you want to update them throughout the process because they've already demonstrated that they're willing to do what most other people don't have the capability. They're not only willing to do it, but they will do it. They have the skill to do it. And you'll notice in your business, I probably have maybe six or so people in my business that I can count on three to four referrals a year from. Right. So that's like what 18 to 24 referrals a year just from that group of six people. That's pretty significant. Okay. So that's habit of asking for referrals consistently. And I'm putting that into a into a framework for you. Okay. So your job is to learn the framework. All right, guys. Thank you so much. And I wish for you to have the best day of your lives, to be grateful, to make good choices. Go help somebody and find a listing. Peace out. I'll see you guys. God bless you. Thanks so much for listening to the No Broke Months podcast today. Until the next show, I invite for you to be grateful, make good choices, help someone, have the best day of your life, and go find a listing.